Hey everyone, I'm Justin Fiedler and this is Dirt Tracker Conversations. When you aren't from a traditional dirt racing hotbed, it can be difficult to get noticed on the national scene. You've got to win a lot and shine on those rare opportunities you do get to race in front of important people. My guest this time on the show has done just that. Chance Crum is a sprint car and midget racer from the state of Washington who's done a ton of winning on the West Coast and in 2021 got the opportunity to run at the Chili Bowl for Clawson Marshall with the Tony Elliott Foundation. He's hoping his impressive C-Main result will translate into more opportunities for racing this year, but for now is making some big changes. As we'll talk about, an upcoming move to Indianapolis will get him much closer to the action. He joins the show to chat about his background, running the Chili Bowl, getting sprint car opportunities, his education with digital media, and a lot more. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Chance Crum. Chance, I guess the thing that people will probably most know you for nationally is, is this most recent trip to the Chili Bowl. Uh, you got an opportunity to run with Clawson Marshall Racing. How does that deal come together for you to go to the Chili Bowl with Clawson Marshall? Well, the biggest thing is, you know, I was just kind of slowly developing a relationship there with the CMR. Uh, I got to know Tim Clawson a little bit, who's been super great to me. Um, and he, he gave me an opportunity. Uh, you know, kind of believed in me and, and helped me get that shot. And um, when, you know, for this year, it, it came down to uh, Cindy Elliott and the Tony Elliott Foundation, you know, that they helped make it happen. And uh, they've, they've been super good about, they, they give so many, you know, so many up and coming drivers and stuff opportunities. And um, I was very fortunate to be able to be one of them and got a really cool opportunity to go there and run at Chili Bowl. Um, it started, uh, we raced at Merced at the end of the California swing uh, the previous season. Um, so that kind of just got our feet wet there. And, uh, kind of broke the ice with the team and all that. So that was really cool. And then, yeah, and then the Chili Bowl, that was a really cool experience. I know you've run like a lot of focus midgets. How much like racing have you done kind of in a full-blown, you know, like a USAC style midget uh, in the past? Not much. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, focus midget experience. Uh, we have a Northwest focus midget series up here uh, in Washington and Oregon. Um, and that's been awesome. Um, but yeah, for, for open midgets, kind of full midgets, um, I don't really have much. I got to race... Um, probably prior to this year's Chili Bowl, I think just three races. Um, we had uh, the two at Merced and then Bakersfield. Um, and then there was the previous Chili Bowl before that. So uh, not much. And so it's uh, definitely a big learning curve there. But it's uh, it's a tough place to, to go and learn a midget. But I uh, couldn't have asked to do it with a better team. So it was pretty cool. The Those first couple of shows that you got to do at Merced and Bakersfield, you know, what was that kind of experience like jumping into a, a super professional team like that and, and trying to get your feet under you really quickly? Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. It's it's definitely um, there's definitely an element of, uh, I guess, what you call it like starstruck. Right. I mean, because I'm a big fan. I'm a race fan. I, I follow these guys. And so to get to kind of know them and, and to get to go racing with them is something that's really cool and and really special. And, um, you know, it's it, it was really nice because they're super welcoming. You know what I mean, they, they treated me like family, like right off the bat. And so, I mean, I, I really can't say enough about those guys. They, they really made it so that I came in there and um, made it feel like I, I belong. You know what I mean? Even though like, I'm still, you know, getting starstruck on, on certain things and, and all that. And you're at a USAC midget race, which, um, that week was my first one. You know what I mean? And so it's cool just to be there, you know, being from the Northwest, I don't ever get really to go to those. Um, so to be there and to be racing and be racing with those guys was some of the really special. 
You show up to Chili Bowl and, and obviously, you know, Klaus Marshall shows up with kind of a who's who of guys, you know, between Stenhouse and, and Tyler Courtney and Ryan Newman's there. And, and, you know, is it cool? Like, obviously this was your, your second opportunity to run Chili Bowl. You'd run before, but what's it like having guys like those kind of in your corner that you can ask questions and kind of lean on as you're, as you're trying to get up to speed at Chili Bowl? Oh man, it was so cool. Like those guys, those guys were so great to me. Like I said, dude, it's the, the whole time, whether it be Merced, Chili Bowl, all that, like everyone just made it super welcoming. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt like, like I was a part of the team and all that, which was really cool. Cause when you step back, it's kind of like, Whoa, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy, but those guys are all super helpful. And um, just to lean on that amount of experience, you know what I mean? Whether it be Tim or Tyler, or Cole, Ryan, uh, Ricky, I mean, any of those guys, um, they're all, very helpful to learn from, you know, and, and they, and they, and they care too. They, they, they paid attention. They watched my races and gave me advice and um, they left the door open where I could go ask any questions, you know, all week. And um, that's kind of the nice part about, you know, the chili bowl. I, I didn't run till Thursday. Um, and so kind of all week I was kind of just, you know, in the pits with them, listening to what they have to say and trying to absorb as much as possible. And then come our prelim night, be able to lean on those guys was definitely very helpful. Uh, you ended up winning your heat race on your prelim night. And I'm actually, I was just looking at your, your results over here. I mean, you had like a wild heat race here. Logan CV, Joby Miller, Buck Walter, Nick Hoffman. Like you had some serious names in that heat race. Well, uh, tell me the kind of story of that heat race and and what it was like trying to hold those guys off. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, I, for me, I was hoping to get a pill draw that would start me a few rows back and then, you know, just go forward, get some spots and, and put ourselves in a decent position. And then I drew the pole that heat. So uh, immediately there was a ton of pressure, but like I said, like from those guys, like they, the, from, from Tim and, and everyone at CMR, no, no one ever really put that pressure on me. Just, you know, go out there, do what you do, do your job. And that's it. You know what I mean? So I went out there and I think in a pretty good mindset, um, without too much pressure, but it was definitely, it was definitely a little bit crazy. You know, I had CV behind me most of that race and um, I could see him up on the board, right. I could see him coming and the track at that point was a little bit narrow. Um, so there wasn't a ton of options for him to get around. So I just kind of had to hit my marks and, and stay smooth. And, um, I think when the track's more hooked up like that too, it's, it's a little bit less my driving style. And especially with the open midget, you know, I was just trying to manage the throttle, you know, don't do anything crazy. Don't really get bad, nothing like that. Right. So we're able to hold on definitely a, a lot of luck involved there, you know, but I'll take it. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. You ended up having a really, really respectable chili bowl. I, I see here what uh, 15th on your prelim night and then uh, finished 14th in a C on Saturday. You know, when you kind of enter that week, are you, you know, are you hoping for a week like that? Are you hoping for more where, you know, did you have specific goals as you entered that week? I think overall, you know, I just wanted to try and learn as much as possible. My specific goal was I wanted to make it, you know, to the Mav TV section, right? Make it, make it to the C main at least and um, get into that part, you know, after opening ceremonies, I thought would be really cool. I came kind of close the, the year before, just kind of fell short in the, in the D main, but uh, yeah, to, to make it up there was, was pretty special. And, you know, it's uh, the, the, the D main that I was in was pretty tough too. You know, it's, that's how the chili bowl goes, right? It's all so stacked and got a race up front in my D with uh, Klossmeyer and uh, Leary, which is pretty cool, and and kind of learn from those guys and, and battle out a little bit. And it's one of those things, though, where it's like end of the week, I feel like, man, I wish I could start this week over, right? Just because <laughs> it's such a big learning experience. You know, I don't have a ton of midget experience, so uh, I wish I could have started over with where I ended, you know, in terms of getting comfortable and all that. But overall, I was pretty happy with it, and and those guys were pretty happy, too. So it was, uh, it was cool. What have you done since Chili Bowl in, in terms of racing? Um, so far, uh, just a couple weeks ago, we went down to California, uh, went down there for two weekends with the 360 uh, wing cars. 
and ran down there, the uh, King of Thunder series. So that was pretty cool. We, we didn't do much uh, results wise, but, but it was fun. And it's a really stout field down there. There was like 50, 55 cars each night and um, some new tracks for me. And, and uh, we, you know, we're working on some new stuff with the team and all that. So it was, it was a good learning experience. And, you know, now hopefully here in a few weeks, we can get racing again. You are kind of come from a, a, you know, micro and, and midget background there in the Northwest, but give me an idea about kind of, you know, where you've raced at and, and your experience kind of up to this point. Yeah. So I grew up racing quarter midgets. Uh, my dad raced uh, when he was younger. My grandpa raced as well. Um, my family's got a lot of history at Evergreen Speedway, which is about 20 minutes from here. So it's, it's kind of close by. Uh, my home track, uh, Deming Speedway, is where I grew up uh, the last, gosh, I mean, since 2012 now, I guess. It's, it's been a while. Um, and that's where I uh, started racing uh, mini sprints. Um, after quarter midgets, I, I moved up to, to start racing dirt. And that was kind of a, it was kind of a big jump and a big learning experience. You know, my family was, was all pavement growing up. Right. So I kind of grew up a pavement guy, NASCAR fan, all that stuff. And then um, we kind of fell in love with open wheel racing with quarter midgets. And, and that got us really become really big dirt fans. Got to go to Skagit, watch a lot of sprint car races, go up to Deming, watch some races. Um, so then once, once I moved up to dirt and, and we started racing a restricted uh, micro and we did that for a year and then uh, slowly just kind of made, made our way into the open class um, and then from there, I've just been very fortunate to get a lot of opportunities and other stuff. And, and my family, uh, up until this year, we've, we've owned our own micro. And, and that's kind of been our thing with, with my dad and I. Um, and then over the last several years, gotten opportunities to race 1,200 mini sprints, uh, focus midgets, uh, sprint cars now, and um, both pavement and dirt, and, and now some more midget stuff too. Deming Speedway is a racetrack that's a, a little ways north of Seattle, but uh, give me an idea about what that racetrack is like and, and kind of what the, you know, the culture and, and, and like, you know, the competition is like there on a, on a weekly basis when you're racing there. Yeah. Deming's a really special place. You know, the, I think first and foremost for, for someone new that comes there, the thing that stands out is the people there, you know, people who run it, the Lemley family, um, they're, they're really cool and, and they do things so honestly and they care about the racers very much. And, and you get that right off the bat. You know, we have our big race at Deming each year is the Clay Cup Nationals. And when people travel to that race, that's that's kind of what everyone says. Like, wow, you know, it's, it's just something really special. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. And I feel very lucky to get to have raced there so much. It's it's a cool place. And it's a, the track itself. It's a tight, you know, small bowl ring, which which is great for learning. You know, it makes for a lot of tight. Uh, close quarters racing, which is cool and and a lot of fun. And uh, I got to race uh, the 600s, uh, the 1200s, and the Focus Midgets there. So uh, there's kind of a variety. And then I think the big thing too is is the competition is is pretty darn stout. You know, on on a weekly basis for the open class, there'll be anywhere from about 20 to 30 cars. Um, and there's definitely some heavy hitters. You know, whether it be uh, Jared Peterson, Evan Martinson, Brock Lemley. You know, there's there's some there's some uh, big Northwest names that that race there because you know, that's kind of on Friday nights, that's the place to be. So it's, uh, it's tough each week, you know, we go in there hoping to, to have a shot to, to compete, but there's definitely, you know, nights where we finish, you know, outside the top 10 and it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's a pretty stout place and uh, it's really cool to have been a part of. What's the difference between a focus midget and, and like, you know, a full-blown like USAC midget or open midget that you got, you know, get to race, you know, obviously somewhere like the Chili Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, obviously the biggest thing is just the motors, right? Just the number of uh, amount of power, um, with the, with the focus motors, I mean, it's a competitive class when you have less power, it really tightens the field up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a more momentum based type of racing. You know, you really gotta be able to carry your speed and not scrub speed. And, 
you know, find different lines when you're searching throughout the track and um, do so in a way that, you know, you don't get yourself in bad situations, you know, cause you don't have that power to get out of it. So in my opinion, it's, it's a great way. It's a great stepping stone into the, the open midgets as well. You know what I mean? It's a lot of it, you know, your corners are still the same, you know, a lot of the suspension and everything is all still the same and the feel of the cars are, are pretty similar. Just, you don't have that power. So um, the, the Northwest focus midget series here, you know, we don't have any open midget racing up here in the Northwest, but the focus midget series has kind of been what we've, we've had. And over the last several years, it's really grown. And now there'll be 50, 60 cars um, in the Northwest, not, not at every single race, but the big ones there will be. And, um, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's a lot of stout competition in that too. There's, there's some heavy hitters and, um, a lot of, a lot of good people. It's a lot of good people to, to be, uh, going racing with on a weekly basis. What's your 360 uh, kind of resume look like? I know you've run some ASCS races. I saw you had a frontier region win, uh, but what, you know, what tracks have you raced at and, and, you know, kind of how many races have you done in, in a 360 at this point? Yeah. So I, I've probably, I mean, gosh, now over the last few years, I'm probably at like 20 to 30 races or so in the, in the 360. Um, for me, for me, like learning wise and trying to, you know, grow and, and get used to that. It's the hardest part for me has been, it's the opportunities have, have kind of like been a little spaced out. You know what I mean? I, I first started racing a 360, uh, the end of 2017, which was awesome. And, and we got to have a lot of fun. Um, and then it was over the last few years, just kind of when I had opportunities, got to do it here and there. Um, you mentioned ASCS. Yeah. We got to race, um, at Skagit, you know, dirt cups now ASCS race. We raced that. And then the Fred Brown for Memorial is ASCS national race too. Um, and then I got to go over and uh, race for the Petersons, um, in Montana at, uh, electric city speedway. And that's a fun track. It's a, it's a fun little track. Um, and that's where I got my, my frontier region win. That was, that was a really cool race. And, um, there's a number of people that kind of traveled to there. And so it was, it was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, overall it's, like I said, it's just been, it's been kind of you know, here and there last year, I got a great opportunity to get a number of races in and, and that really helped me learn. And then for this year, I have an awesome opportunity to do a lot of racing uh, with the Limley family. Um, Brock Limley, Kyle Kenora, those guys have really taken care of me and given me some awesome op- opportunities over the years. Um, and now they put together a car for me to, to be able to run full time. So it's, it's really cool. And, um, we, you know, we got to race a couple of weeks ago, like I had mentioned, and I'm excited to uh, get things started here in a few weeks. Have you been in a 410 yet? I have not. Hope, hope to, you know, sooner than later, like to try it. It's uh, definitely something that'd be pretty cool. But right now my, my sprint car experience is limited to the three sixties. Well, and I saw you've done some pavement sprint car racing as well. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of last year, I got to do some pavement sprint car stuff at Evergreen Speedway. Um, they have a wing pavement sprint car series and that was a lot of fun. Definitely something very different, you know, but like I said, you know, I grew up a pavement person. And so, you know, I still love that stuff. And, and, uh, got an awesome opportunity to kind of come in there and, and drive a car that was, that was really good. And, um, we got to work together and do two races in a row, which helped our, our first one, we finished third and, you know, we kind of left, we felt like we left some on the table there. You know what I mean? And me driving wise, especially. And, um, then we got to come back a couple weeks later and try again and, and be able to get the win, uh, was pretty cool. You know, those guys were really, really nice. And, um, it was definitely a pretty special opportunity because like I said, you know, I have a lot of family history at Evergreen Speedway. So it was uh, pretty cool to have gotten a win there. You know, it's been, gosh, probably, you know, a solid, you know, 40 plus years since like my grandpa last got a win there. You know what I mean? So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. What, uh, like what's the setup of one of those cars? Is it, I mean, is it a 360? Is it a 305? Like what, you know, what's the engine rule? And then, and then what's like one of those cars like to drive? So that, that series, they have a few different um, motors that you can run. Um, some in there have four tens. 
And then a lot of them are 360s. And I think there's a couple that were like 305 kind of limited motors as well. So the motor rule is, is pretty open for that. Um, overall, the series seems to be pretty balanced. The one I was driving was a 360 and we were against some of the 410s, but overall they still race pretty similar. Yeah. You know I mean, so, um, the cars themselves, oh man, it was, it was kind of crazy. Cause you know, when you're racing uh, on the dirt, you know, you have a ton of power obviously, but on the pavement, all that power gets put down to the, to the pavement, right? You're not getting that wheel spin. So it's, uh, they, it definitely uh, gives you a little bit of a kick in the pants feel when you, when you step on it. And it's, uh, it's fast. I like the first thing I noticed when, when we were doing a test session, there was the amount of G force. It's kind of interesting just because it's different. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure when you're at some of the bigger, like half miles and stuff, like obviously it's, it's a lot, but um, at Evergreen, you know, you're just kind of, it's, it's a totally different feel. You know, you're going to the right of the car versus going into the corner and leaning over to the left on the left rear. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a totally different feel. And I know when I was um, my first race, it just kind of felt backwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's kind of opposite of, of what I was used to. And so it's, it's definitely a, a learning curve there, but, but it was a lot of fun. And, and I hope to do some more of that soon. I know um, USAC has some more midget races on the pavement this year and, um, they got some sprint car, obviously silver crown races pavement and, um, the wing sprint car series tier two, you know, it would be fun to, you know, hopefully, hopefully this year I'd, I'd like to try and find some more to do. Cause it was, it was pretty cool. Have you done any other pavement racing? I, I know you talked about like your grandfather and stuff and kind of growing up around that pavement stuff, but have you done any other uh, pavement racing in your career? Not since quarter midges, you know, quarter midgets, that's, that's where I raced. We had, we had a dirt track we raced, but, uh, mainly raced pavement and quarter midgets. Um, and then I had. I think it was two years ago. I got an opportunity. I was going to race a super late model on pavement. Unfortunately, the the, uh, the car that I was going to drive, I was filling in for a friend of mine. Uh, their motor blew right before I was <laughs> going to race it, so I never actually got to. Um, but I got to do a test session, and so I got a little bit of experience in that, and and that was pretty cool too. You know, um, just a you know obviously obviously a very different feel for a stock car versus all the open wheel stuff i normally doing but but it's pretty cool and you know down the road i i would like to try it you know and do something like that at some point you know do, do some race just whether even if it's just like a bucket list type of thing you know what i mean it's it's pretty fun and it's uh you know dirt's kind of where my heart's at but the pavement stuff's a lot of fun too i, I want to definitely ask you about racing in california and i know you've gone down now and, and raced a couple of weekends down there but the 360 sprint car scene in California seems like it's so tough. There's so many guys that are so good on a weekly basis. What is it like to try to go into one of those places and, and even qualify for a feature? Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's really tough. You know, a few weeks ago when we were down there, uh, I mentioned earlier, you know, there was like 50, 55 cars each night and, and almost all of them are what I'd consider to be like pretty heavy hitters. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a really tough field. And so making the feature, um, is definitely a, a big accomplishment if, you know, for me, like if I can get to that point and, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit intimidating for sure. You roll in there, you know, there's a lot of big teams, you know, uh, big money and, and, and just a lot of really experienced drivers, you know, and uh, kind of like the chili bowl, you know, where you look at your heat race, you're like, man, look at all these people in my heat race. It was the same thing. I remember one of the nights I'm like, man, I, I feel like every car in my heat race has so much sprint car experience. They're all people that I, you know, look up to, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, going in uh, to kind of to say, you know, throwing you to the wolves, right? But uh, in my opinion, that's how you learn the best. You know what I mean? Get your butt kicked and and know where you need to get better and, and really push yourself hard. One of the things I'm super interested with you is is you just graduated from the University of Washington and and uh, you're kind of doing UI and UX design and, and kind of a, a tech guy like myself. But, uh, you know, why that path and, and kind of what are you planning to do with that uh, now that you're graduated? 
Yeah. Well, what's funny is in, in back in high school and, and then going into college, my first, my first two years of college, I was doing uh, mechanical engineering. Um, I was kind of more interested in the tech on that side. And, and I do a lot of um, CAD design and, and 3D modeling and stuff like that, uh, 3D printing. Um, and then I ended up switching just because the way the programs worked out at, at UW, it, it just it, it ended up being a better path for me to switch to um, all the media stuff that I'm doing now and the UI and the UX and that. And so I got my degree um, and now I'm focusing on what I can do with that in the racing industry, because that's that's kind of always been my goal. Same with the engineering. You know, I've always wanted to get a job in the racing industry and and be involved, you know, more so than just driving. You know what I mean? I always want to drive. And and of course, you know, I think I think every every racer wants to you know continue to try and move up the the ranks and stuff. But you know, I've always wanted to also get a job in racing and and be able to to be super involved and and kind of make that you know a big part of my life. So um, for me, I graduated um, and basically, so my degree is interactive media design, and that's a, a part of computer science. And um, it's more from the design side of things, though. And so um, I do a lot of like you mentioned UI and UX design. Uh, graphic design and, and just a number of different digital media stuff. And um, with Pit Logic, um, Pit Logic is a racing app that my dad made uh, quite a while ago, actually, and and it's developed into something really cool now. Um, we partnered with some great people, and I'll be continuing to grow that. And um, I'm also going to be working for uh, CSI um, Shocks and doing some media stuff for them. And so I'm pretty excited to uh, work with both CSI and Pit Logic and and continue to grow that. And then. Um, outside of that, I also um, now am co-owner of a racing media company with one of my good buddies. Um, we're doing a lot of uh, digital design with like websites, you know, marketing decks, hero cards, that sort of stuff. And so that's been pretty cool. That's more so just kind of a side gig for now. Um, and we're kind of, you know, helping some people out in the Northwest and, and stuff like that, keeping it Northwest based um, to kind of get started. And then um, Starting next month, I, I start my new job at, at CSI and Pit Logic, um, moving to Indy. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's gonna it's gonna be pretty cool, and I think a really good opportunity to to grow Pit Logic. Um, doing the UI and UX is something that I've always been interested in, and it's it's something that I feel like I kind of developed um, kind of interest and also like you know my skills and stuff with the racing stuff because for my own racing, I've always done you know my own media, social media. I made a really bad website like a long time ago. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I kind of, from, for racing, I've always been trying to, you know, push and, and learn on the marketing side of things, you know, and, and learn the business side of racing. And, you know, I want to have like a marketing deck for myself and like a website, do all the social media content and stuff. And so with that, that's kind of, that's kind of how I learned. That's how I got my feet wet in that back. I mean, even back in like high school, I was doing some of that, you know? Um, and so then when I started to get into more of it, um, working on pit logic, um, I realized that that was something that I was actually pretty passionate about and um, ended up switching degrees. Um, and yeah, I got, I've been, I've been doing that since, you know, I graduated coming up on almost a year now, obviously it's been a little bit of a weird year, you know, but, uh, but it, it doesn't seem that long ago, but um, I'm excited for the, uh, the possibilities with all that. You mentioned pit logic there a bunch uh, in your dad, tell me the story of pit logic and tell me what pit logic actually is and does. Yeah. So my dad, I mean, back before I was born, my dad used to do um, a lot of uh, computer programming for racing. Uh, he had a, a pretty cool, well, very old, but pretty cool uh, software uh, program for, for racers to use to, to kind of manage, you know, your setups and, and keep everything organized and, and all that, all the different um, things that go with, you know, managing a race team. Uh, he used to try and, and, and sell that um, on these like old, like laptops and stuff, you know, this is back in the nineties. Um, and he did a lot of stuff um, with some like NASCAR people, late model people. 
um, not so much on the dirt side. Um, and then back, and then that kind of, that kind of didn't really take off. And so, um, it wasn't until back when I was in quarter midgets, uh, he started selling, um, a small, like mobile version of it. It was actually on like a little tablet. Um, and some quarter midget people use that. We never really did a ton with that. And then back now, just, just a few years ago, we, we kind of relaunched it. Um, my dad's been working his butt off. He, he made this really cool app that, that, uh, we're really proud of and, um, we launched that a few years ago, partnering, uh, with Garrett Andrews from CSI and, and some others as well. And, um, it's been, it's been, it's been really cool. It's the last few years, it's, it's been a little crazy and uh, we've been trying to grow it and it's been a little slow, but you know, now starting this year, I'm going to be kind of working on that, um, as part of my full-time job. And so it's something that we're really hoping to, uh, continue to push this year and, and get that out there more. And, um, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of cool. Cause you know, where we're at now with the app it's a lot of it is kind of taking inspiration from the old stuff that my dad used to do. And so it's, it's been a long journey for him and, and for him and pit logic, you know what I mean? And so to get to where it is now, um, it's pretty cool. And, and we're pretty excited about it. What, uh, I mean, is pit logic just kind of meant for one community or the other? Can you dirt, do dirt stuff on it? Can you do pavement stuff on it? Does it really matter what you're racing? No. Yeah. So it's, it's for all types of racing and, and we have users currently, um, our, our biggest, just because this is what we race now. And so like a lot of our friends are like our biggest user base, um, is on the dirt side. Um, and then on quarter midgets for pavement quarter midgets. Um, but there, it, we have users right now for all types of racing and that's something, and, and this year, especially we're going to work to continue to grow into more markets. Um, uh, we have people that race sprint cars, midgets, dirt pavement, late models, modifieds, uh, drag racing, off-road racing. I mean, there's, there's a lot of possibilities there and we're, we're really working to make it work for all types of racing. Uh, you're, you mentioned, you know, your opportunity to go, to go work for CSI. And, and I'm, I'm curious kind of what the motivation is for you to move now from Washington to Indy. Like, is it because of this job? Is it because of this job and the opportunities to kind of, you know, broaden your racing? Like, you know, what, what's the thought process that goes into you moving to Indianapolis? Yeah, I think, I think it's both those things that you, you mentioned. So for me, I mean, that's kind of something growing up that I've always wanted to do is, is, um, really fully be involved in the, in the racing industry, both racing myself and, you know, job wise to, you know, be able to kind of work as my, you know, side gig and, you know, backup plan and, you know, kind of, you know, what I'm doing to, to make that all happen, you know, racing wise. And, um, so, you know, moving to Indy, obviously, you know, I've, I've been there, I've been there a few times over the last few years and it's just so cool. You know, the amount of racing is just, it's just different, you know, the Northwest, we have a great Northwest racing community and, and there's some awesome, awesome people here. It's just over there. Unfortunately, there's just more racing. You know what I mean? I wish we had more here, but um, there's just more, more stuff to um, be able to get involved with over there. And so that's a big thing. Um, and, and for me, so that's always something I wanted to do racing wise. And, and so now the opportunities come up with CSI and pit logic to get over there and um, be able to, uh, you know, get, get a place and, and, and kind of make it happen. And then that also opens up a lot of doors racing wise too, for me. What, uh, what else do you have planned for 2021? I know you talked about the 360, like, and I, and I guess even outside of 2021, like, what are you looking for down the road? I mean, do you want to run a midget more? I mean, would you do non-wing stuff? Are you, you know, are you looking to get in a 410? Like, you know, what are you kind of thinking about? Well, I mean, starting for this year, um, we're, we're racing uh, a lot of 360 sprint car races, and then also got some uh, new midget opportunities in the works that I'm excited about. Um, and so hopefully this year, if, if all works out well, it'll be kind of a combo of some sprint car and major racing and, um, down the road, you know, I, I'd really, 
I like racing a lot of different stuff. You know, I've, I've been fortunate over the last few years to, to get to do a number of different open wheel things, both dirt and, and now some pavement too, and um, wing and non-wing. And, and I'm kind of a fan of all of it. You know what I mean? And right now I'm, I'm doing wing sprint cars um, and then um, midgets, but I would love to race a non-wing sprint car. I'd love to, love to race like a silver crown car, you know, down, down the road. Um, I'd love, I love, I love to race like a number of different things, you know, kind of, you know, part of it being, uh, my racing uh, bucket list, if you will, you know, there's a number of things I'd love to try at some point in my life. And, you know, hopefully if, if all goes well and, you know, things play out right, maybe I can race some of those more too. Where's your, uh, where's your family at on you moving to Indy that now that you'll be kind of pretty far away, are they, are they bummed? Are they pumped or, or do they kind of sit here? Uh, I mean, they're pretty pumped. So actually uh, my parents are working to move into Indy, on Indy too. Okay. Uh, they're going to be a bit behind me, but uh, they're working on that as well. And um, you know, it's, same thing, you know, they just want to be more involved in the racing and stuff. So it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be a big change, you know, it's going to be a little crazy and, and they've all been super supportive and, and are pushing me to do it. And, um, I'm going to be happy though when they're there, it'll be pretty cool. Cause you know, both my parents are, are big supporters of my racing and, you know, come to like all my races and stuff. And so it'll be cool to have them there. Are you, uh, you know, if, if you're living in Indy and, and racing out West, are you going to be racking up the frequent flyer miles this year? Yeah, I, uh, I think that's pretty much the plan. Yeah. I was going to, hopefully we get some sort of discount for that. Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so we're going to be racing uh, some major races and doing some racing out there. And, you know, during the week I'll be, I'll be working over there. Um, and then, you know, I'll be flying back here. We'll do some, some racing in the Northwest, both at Deming and Skagit and uh, some of the other tracks, hopefully. And um, then maybe towards later in the year, we'll do a little bit of traveling down to California with the sprint car stuff. Um, I know like a big one, we want to run like trophy cup and, uh, some of the other races down there would be pretty cool to to go hit. So that that's kind of the plan is a lot of flying this year. I, I'm always curious in, in a couple of different areas when when it comes to talking to drivers. And and the first is 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 how technical are you? Are are you in there working on the car? You know, or do you do you roll back in and you're just giving feedback? Like you know, wh- where are you at in terms of how technical you are and and how much you work on the car versus your feedback? I like to be well, probably what some would tell you, like my dad over technical. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I like to be really technical. Um, for me, that's just kind of, that's how it helps improve my driving. You know, I like working on the cars and understanding all of the different parts and what everything, where everything is. And, you know, on the setup site, you know, even if it's not my, my call, I just like to know where everything's at, you know, and what adjustments we're making. And that, that helps me kind of know what I'm going to be feeling. You know what I mean? Know what to feel for. Um, and that's, that's something I've always, I've tried to, to learn. And, um, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of great crew chiefs over the years. And so I've learned a lot from them and, um, setup wise, um, you know, it's, I like to be really specific, you know, I, you know, try to come into the, from the track and, and, and sometimes I have to sit there and just kind of, you know, process everything, but, um, I like to be super specific and kind of talk through everything and, and, and talk about, you know, when you go into the corner and what that feels like and break down the corner into multiple segments and, um, talk about the weight transfer. And, and part of that probably comes from my engineering background. You know, I, I kind of think about the physics of it a lot, um, which probably, you know, sometimes helps, sometimes hurts me. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but, um, like I said, working with a lot of great people, I've learned a lot and it's, a it's something that I want to keep learning too. You know, I want to keep getting better at, at doing setups and, and you know, I don't want to necessarily, you know, go racing by myself and do my own setups. Right. But like, just to understand it is I think something that really helps driving. And then the other thing I like to ask about is, is preparation. Like, are you a workout guy or, you know, are you watching a ton of videos? Like, you know, what are you doing to prepare yourself when, especially when you're going to go to a new racetrack or, you know, go to a new part of the country or something like that? Yeah. You know, I, I, I like to try and be as, 
as prepared as possible, you know, and, um, I'm going to, this year, especially we're doing a lot of a big race and I'm trying to get a more regular workout schedule going, but I, I work out every so often and, um, you know, try to keep that on, on some, on a semi-regular basis and, um, preparing for a race specifically, you know, when I'm going to a new track, especially I'll, I'll do a lot of research, look up videos. Um, if I can find a in-car GoPro video on Facebook or YouTube, that's beautiful. Cause that's like very helpful. You know, if we're going to send a sprint car somewhere, I find an in-car video. That's, that's really helpful. And I watch a lot of race like broadcasts too, you know, you can kind of get a feel for it. And, um, with the number of broadcast streamers we have now, that's been super helpful the last couple of years. Cause you can go on and watch the full event and watch hot laps and qualifying and the heat races and see how the track changes throughout the night, rather than just watching like the feature highlights, you know what I mean? And so I usually, if I have time, I try to like really deep dive into to each track. And then, you know, hopefully as, as I get older and, and continue to get race at more tracks, um, as I start returning to tracks, I'll be able to, you know, just remember all that and, and kind of be able to build that book of that library of, of knowledge for there. But, you know, for me, especially this year, you know, I'm going back to the Midwest, hopefully doing some racing over there. There's going to be a lot of new tracks. And so it's going to be a lot of research involved, a lot of videos, um, a lot of late nights, probably doing that, but it'll, uh, it'll be cool. Well, I will let you go. I certainly appreciate the time today, but uh, I got to have all the plugs. Where can we keep up with you? Where can we find Pit Logic? Where can we find your, your media deal? Give me give me the whole plug zone. Yeah. So for me, my own racing, um, you can check out my website, Chance Chrome Racing, or my Facebook page um, for Pit Logic, uh, pitlogic.com, and then check it out in the App Store, both Android and uh, Apple. Uh, it's a really cool racing app. And um, we're hopefully going to be uh, having a lot of cool content coming up here soon. We got a lot of good things in the works. Um, so be, be sure to check that out. Um, and then for uh, my media company, Elevate Racing Media, check out our website, elevateracingmedia.com. Uh, we got some cool stuff in the works there too. I'm excited about um, checking us out on social media and all that. Nice. Well, I uh, appreciate the time today and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time. It's good talking to you. I appreciate Chance making some time to chat with me. I think he's someone we'll probably be hearing about a lot more in the future. Make sure to keep an eye on him in the coming years. You can find the Dirt Tracker podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. You can also watch the shows on YouTube. For more cool dirt racing stuff, visit dirttracker.com and follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.